In this episode, Mr. Barnes shares with us how him and his wife in five short months discovered the idea that they could become their own banker all the way through underwriting implementation and already getting out of debt in five months. We had a great conversation. I enjoyed it. I know you will too. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Bank of Life podcast. I'm your host, James Nethery. And as always, I'm excited. But you know, there's sometimes I'm more excited than others. And today, I'm more excited than maybe some other times because I have a fabulous gentleman on here. You're going to love him. He's agreed to share his time with us. And today's his birthday, too. Um, so <laughs> thank you for coming on and, and being a guest. I'm excited to talk to you. How are you? Going just fine, Mr. Nethery. Um I'm excited to be here. Um, I ran across a, a podcast zooming through the uh, financial gurus and people talking about the get rich quick things and all of this. And what I heard you say in your podcast hit me like nothing had never hit me before. Becoming your own bank. Um, protecting it against lawsuits. The, the generation of wealth. It not being a product, but a process and living like you're going to or funding like you're going to live for other, but work on it like you're going to die today. When you are another one, you say it was uh, that the policy holder has a greater bearing on the results than the insurance company itself and where to park your money. These things really opened the door to me. I said, show me something better than that. And another one you use. I'll show you a herd of unicorns being shepherded by a leprechaun. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that. <clears throat> um, so you do, you do you normally listen to financial gurus or, you know, uh, how did how did how did I come across your, you know, your your listening time? You know what I mean? So. Yes. Um, I, um, well, you know, James, it's, uh, it's, it's like. When uh, our pastor was preaching that the Lord is getting ready to uh, open some doors to you, some things like you've never heard before. And we have this this thing called Big Day. My pastor, Dr. Bernard Grant, that we have once a year. So my wife and I sold a $2,020 seed in less than two weeks. You came across. Oh, and they opened the door. I said, Betty, this is nothing like I've never heard before. I, you... Uh we we spoke um, either you called on a Saturday or I called you, but we connected on a Saturday. Not that too awful long ago, um, right. and we had a great conversation with you know you and your wife, and uh, she kind of told me about that, and it's very interesting. You know the the she was um, searching uh, really for guidance on money, right? Something along right. those lines, and then mm-hmm. and then I came up across y'all's path and uh, she is very flattering very flattering that was a great conversation and I enjoyed it and I wish she were here maybe we could do another follow up podcast with her okay. on here too um, but look today's your birthday happy birthday and thank uh, you you're welcome and you know I'm bringing that up because I, I uh, because it's your birthday and it's a special day number one but <laughs> in addition to that you know, we uh, generally, when we're exposed to this idea that you can become your own banker, you know, four things pretty much come to the surface and come out of people's mouth pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, one of them is, uh, uh, 
you know, why haven't I ever heard of this? Um, can you really do this? Is it legal? Um, and I wish I'd have known sooner, right? But invariably, invariably, we get calls and questions all the time. Am I too old for this? And it doesn't matter if somebody's in their 40s or 50s. They say, well, am I too old for this? Because everybody is under the assumption, which is partly true, life insurance is priced by age and health. No question. Um, so as we get older, we think that, well, the price for the death benefit or for the quote-unquote insurance is going to be astronomical and I can't afford it. But these policies, even though they are, they do have a death benefit, you can't jump over the death benefit. It's very important in a financial plan. Um, but these are not focused on the death benefit, right? So, That's right. Um, just would you speak to that a little bit about, you know, if, I wish we'd have started sooner or am I too old for this or, you know. I, 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 um, that is most definitely uh, one of my uh, one of my things. I wish I had I've heard about it sooner. How many companies that will introduce you to their 401ks and IRAs and something that fluctuating in the market, then it's not connected to that. And I do wish I had started this sooner. And who knows what my life would have been like if I hadn't started back no further than when I was employed at the Firestone Tire and Rubber Company where I retired from. So when we heard this concept, and just like everybody said, why didn't I hear from you sooner? And if I tip, when I speak to people about it, they say, well, why haven't I heard about it? I said, well, that's the world's way of, um, of the 1% or 2% controlling the other 97% of the world's wealth. It's not surprising that you haven't heard about it. And so uh, when I speak to people about this and you want to be financially empathetic when you know their financial situation and then all of a sudden some will take off and say, they'll start trying to teach you all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought about the, uh, the one you used about, uh, is it Will Rogers? It's not what people don't know the problem, but what they think they know that just isn't so. Yeah. And I found that to be so true. I might have done some of the same things in time past. But um, it's kind of hard to elaborate on something that you don't even, that you can't even speak about. It's like leaving North Carolina for Florida, traveling west. It's just that far off a course. And so when I did get it, I, I told Bit, I said, if if it doesn't come from the Nelson Nash Institute, uh, Nelson Nash's right-hand man, James Netherin, Carlos Lerner, and Robert Murphy, and those guys, there's nothing else you have to tell me about finances because I heard enough financial gurus that led to me had to be nowhere. When they're calling the names, but they know they are the haters and the critics. Now, so bitter, I said, if we continue to allow the goofy and the kooky and the spooky to dictate our direction, we'll be in worse shape than they are. Amen. And worst case scenario, I said they may want to make me president of all of them simply because of the stupidness of all of them. <laughs> you all seem to be extremely knowledgeable of, the, of this game. And it's a game that I love to play. I think a game I love to continue to play. <laughs> Well, we try. We, we try. I'm still a student. You know, it's like you mentioned haters and uh, naysayers and backbiters. And I found out last week that uh, or a week or so ago, I found out recently that I have my own uh, hate hate page. You know, people don't like me. <laughs> 
And so I'm told by the younger crowd that, you know, you're somebody if you got a group put together that doesn't like you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no worries. You know, it's like we kind of talked before the the camera turned on, you know, about uh, about the noise. And I appreciate what you said, you know, blowing up the noise. Um, uh, you know, that kind of makes some people angry sometimes. But, <clears throat> you know, and. Uh, I mean, it's not, I'm not called, I don't, I don't feel like I'm called to, uh, to save everybody because I can't, right? So, nah, that's right. Um, but if I, you know, point toward the light and point, here's the truth, here's the truth, this is what I believe is the truth, and you should discover it, and you should look, you should look, you should look. Um, that's what I get up and try to do. But then, you know, if there's a hole in front of your, your neighbor, you know, and they're going to walk right off into the hole, shouldn't you call that out and say, hey, don't step in that? You know, does that make sense? Exactly. So, exactly. You know, the guy digging the hole, of course, isn't going to like me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he definitely will not. <laughs> right. So, um, um, okay, so how long have you been doing this? Mr. Barnes, and, and, you know, tell me, tell me how you, you know, you heard, you heard the idea, you shared it with your lovely wife and you're, you're all in and then, you know, kind of narrowed it down to the Nelson Nash Institute, which I think is the correct, uh, process and method. And then, you know, did you go on their practitioner finder to find me or how did you just because you heard me on a podcast? I mean, how did it come? How did we come to get in contact? Okay. Well, without, uh, Without with the internet and not needing any cable, I have a lot of uh, outs to come through my TV. And through the, a lot of the financial gurus, then one day I happen to see the infinite banking concept and becoming your own bank. After seeing that and uh, listening to the F for about a week, not realizing what I've just heard, I was about to pay off uh, next to my last bill, which was a uh, $5,180. I said, no. That would be a terrible thing to do right now. I went on and got with you guys, got set up, got my physical, got my policy, funded my account, turned around and got my loan, and then paid them all. I told Vet, I said, now, that's the way the concept worked, like recapturing the interest. <laughs> and so... And from then on, we, um, I studying on how uh, when Jake set my uh, account thing up and how to get into it, then we can see exactly how it works. And it works just like Mr. Nether said. We don't be afraid to fund the policy. And with the loan, I've already made a payment back on my loan because I refuse to steal the peas. Preach. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Don't steal the peas. You do. Um, it'll affect your policy with only you to blame. And so, in it, and so I've told my wife anything that people say they wish to contradict that. I said I refuse to let people prostitute my thinking for their own vain glory. That will not happen because I'm being schooled now. <laughs> it sounds like you're a true believer. It's like it's either caught. It ain't taught. This is caught, you know. And that's, that's right. And and I, and I caught it. And uh, like you said, when you said it's caught rather than taught, it just hit me so hard without any, without a lot of explanation. 
And remember what you said, if you don't get the concept, then the details won't even matter. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So you, you, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just want to ask you, did you remember um, the late, great Kung Fu fighter, Bruce Lee? Yeah, I remember him. Yes. Him and, uh, believe it or not, in the, uh, the founder of the Jeet Kune Do style Kung Fu, do you know in one of his writings, he said almost the same thing that Nelson Nash said? No, I did not know. Teach me. It is more like, more like elimination as well as accumulation. When he got to the part where he said, um, it's not a product, but a process. That the first Kung Fu fighters was the, the first Kung Fu generation of fighters. The second generation of Kung Fu was technicians. And the third generation of Kung Fu was a combination of the both. <laughs> I like it. When Nelson Nash talked about not a product, but a process, I said, hmm, I wonder did Nelson Nash know Kung Fu? <laughs> These guys are talking just alike. And obviously it's a concept that people suppose that that uh that should be a- easy to pick up on if you want it. But if you're like the rest of the world who feel like they need someone else to handle all of their money, then the other things won't even matter. That's right. There's no need to tell them. <clears throat> no. And when, and one other thing, Jane, when uh Mr. Netherick, when I tell people about this, I give them my number. I don't get theirs. I tell them what to study. I give them your number. If a question I can't answer, then James Nether and associates can answer it. So if I don't hear anything from them, then there's no more time wasted. But you can't run people down and try to feed it to them. (laughs) You can't. Ain't feed a running horse. (laughs) You know, I I have a friend uh, and colleague, and uh, she said, and she and she got this from a mentor that she had and may still have, and I don't know him, but uh, Gina Well, she says, uh, she said, if you got to drag them in, you're gonna have to drag them around. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, and ain't that the truth, right? And uh, and all of the financial world is kind of set up where you're trying to track everybody down. You know, you're trying to you know, bring your friends and your family in and then pester them to the nth degree until they surrender and say yes to whatever product, you know. But the life insurance is kind of that away, the life insurance industry, or it was. Um, and I'm telling you what, it's a it's a totally different uh, paradigm to work with, only work with like-minded, free and independent thinking people. Oh my gosh, it's free contract among free and independent thinking people. And and it's, there is no dragon unless we're dragging each other, you know, like iron sharpening iron, you know, and working together and sharing concepts and reasoning together. It's not a, it's not a, there's not a sales kind of, you know, when nobody wants to be sold anything, you know, me among them. Um, but everybody likes to buy the right thing, right? <laughs> and, right. and beyond that, you know, the, uh, I mean, who doesn't, who really, who really honestly doesn't want to become their own banker? You know? It, it, it's sad. And, but, and what, and, and, and uh, Mr. Nether is like this. When I got the contract on the last vehicle that I bought, it has something like, um, 
I said, I told, Betty and I said, we are Native Power Man. The next one we buy will be bought through our own banking system. And when you say, if you own an IBC designed uh, dividend paying mutual and life insurance policy with a mutual insurance company, you own and control the mechanism for banking. Through this last contract, I saw where on the interest, this so-called interest rate, but they were charging me $11 a day for interest. $11 a day times 365 days is $4,015. That's a lot. I said, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. That was a little more generous than that. It was $10.99. Oh. <laughs> and so uh, that extra penny a day gave me $3.65 a year. So I told Betty, instead of paying $4,015, we'll pay $4,011.85. I said, let's give credit where credit is due. <laughs> they were a little more generous than that. And by the end of the contract, we would have paid on my $47,000 loan, um, $67,167. In other words, when I figured it, it come to about $23,107 in interest. I said, that would never happen. So we backed out of the contract. And things have been better ever since. I started paying, making, started me paying a $900 a month car payment. I really paid $2,000 a month into my policy. If yeah. I can get it in there as much as I can get anyway. <laughs> Isn't that something? And if you, you know, Nelson, excuse me, $40,000 purchase item, whatever it is, automobile. I Man, where I grew up, you could buy homes for that. Now, I know it's a different time. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it roughly 10%, 10.99, right? If I heard that right, interest. Oh, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Or 11, $10.99 $10. a day. I don't care what that interest rate was. That was 23000 in interest on a $40,000 purchase. That's over 50% by volume. 50%. You know, and, and Nelson used to talk about that often. We, everybody's going broke, not everybody. America, the all-American average individual, is struggling at 3 4 and 5% interest rate by 35 to 40% by volume. You know, it's a rate versus volume. And then... Um, I've said it this way many times, you know, if, and uh, if I had a sick cow, let's say I have a thousand pound cow, she needs to be doctored and I'm going to give her some medicine. Right, does, it, uh-huh. does it matter how fast I give it to her rate or how much I give to her volume? You know, too uh-huh. little isn't going to do anything and too much is going to kill her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just, I mean, that's a, I'm glad you brought that up because there's a huge difference between rate and volume. Um, and then it takes time. You know, you backed out of that contract, which I didn't know any of this. I appreciate you sharing this. Um, and now you'd rather put money into your policy and now you're building your policy. And then uh, the next car y'all purchase, you said, will be from y'all's own banking system. And now just think about what, 23% of interest by volume would do for your own banking system. It's crazy. Um, but then people just don't think about life insurance that way. You know, we're, we're really taught and trained in uh, how to think about life insurance, I think. You know, even from the financial world, but also as consumers. You know, we're, we're really trained how to think about money 
and how to think about life insurance. And it's not necessarily for our benefit. I'm not saying everything that we're, that we're taught in the financial world is wrong, but most of it is. It sure is. It, but it I'll, sure be the, is. I'll be the bad guy for calling it out, you know. Anyway, that's powerful. <laughs> I'd rather have 23% volume in my policies than, uh, than 5% all day long. <laughs> so, yeah, and when you mentioned interest volume, and and some people, so many people, and me as well as anyone else, have been uh, stuck on what's the interest rates? What's the interest rates? The bank is more concerned about interest volume. I'm telling Betty and I was sharing with each other. So if you you turn the volume up on the radio, it gets louder. Turn the volume up on the interest; they keep you out there longer. Now, <laughs> this two point. Uh, another scenario that was used on the infinite banking concept was, say, for example, a $400,000 house at 2.79% interest for 25 years is $1,853.43. That's about the very first payment was, was $923.44. The other $930 went to, went to interest. And that's almost cut in half. That's your 50% there. I told the bank, I'll tell you where your 2.79% comes in, and I'll tell you where it leaves before the first house payment and after the last house payment. It was in there along with another 48%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. But then, that's what we get stuck on. Yeah. Nelson used to say, and it's true, that that's perpetual because most people refinance their house or they sell. They don't live in, most people don't live in their homes 30 years. Right. You know, they, right. they refinance it one or two times. They move three or four times. And so that all of that interest up front is perpetual. And it's like, oh. And then we have here Mr. Barnes and his lovely wife saying, no, we're going to back out of that contract and we're going to fund a life insurance policy or a system. And it's like yeah. delayed gratification on the next purchase of an automobile. What's wrong with that? That's where success lies, in my opinion. That's where success lies. And the mere fact that you read a contract, who reads contracts today? <laughs> I mean, no, we just headlong run off in and sign things. And, and then, uh, then of course, we pay the price later, you know, and you don't have to be an attorney to read a contract. It's okay to read things that you sign, in my opinion, right? I do. But I love that. And uh, and and uh, tell you how hard it hit me, James. I don't even think uh, what's another. I don't even think I ever owned a briefcase. <laughs> when I heard about the infinite banking concept, I took off the office depot and bought me a brand new silver briefcase. <laughs> and, and I got and I have some valuable stuff in there. What you? If you have what you got in there? Oh, I have the whole contract in there for one thing. I have that last car purchase contract in there. I have my um my codes and IDs in there for pulling up my account. I have uh different definitions of words that I hit people with. Used to have to write a lot. I don't need it anyway. Cause just like uh the saying one time you say success is a progressive realization of a worthy idea. And I have uh a lot of sayings in there. Like people say. Um, I've been running all day and I've been doing all day and I'm working late in the office and working late in the office. But my question is doing what? 
Because I think if you really, really know what you're doing, it doesn't break a lot of sweat. I tell people all the time, everybody's born with a mind. Everybody's born with a brain, but nobody's born with a mind. You had to be developed. And what our mind is being financially developed in is a worthy idea of success and a progressive realization. <laughs> I love that. I love I tell that. You, uh, and, and now, I tell you, uh, sometimes when they say, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, but that's what I call uh, mistaken mistaken movement for achievement. I'm working late in the office. I'm working late in the office. Lord, and in many cases, he broke up in many marriages and home. A lot of it is an excuse to do other things. I'm not saying that. I know some businesses now pull you away from your family a lot. But in many cases, it's a good excuse, especially for a married couple to live like a single person, whatever the opportunity excels. If you really know what you're doing, it, it's, um, I mean, like I say, in any case, where, where knowledge and wisdom is lacking, ignorance and stupidity will surely overrule. Amen. Yep. And so that's the, uh, I go by this saying all the time. Um, I think it's Proverbs 13 and 20 say, if you walk among the wise, you will be wise. But as a companion of fools will be destroyed. And I, I thought when we bought that car, I said, bet we done something so stupid that we make a tree struck by lightning look like a genius. <laughs> <laughs> we have to back out of that. <laughs> and I said, and I, and I said, I done just as stupid. I said, because I used to say, if, uh, when I see people that stupid, I make no effort to bother to see which one of the three students is their father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but on the other hand, we just do the best we can and come out of that. The like our pastor say, you get in your lane, you stay focused, and you keep driving. I love that. Whenever it <laughs> take to you direction. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <clears throat> so did uh, and I, I don't want to beat them up too bad, but you know, I know. I'm asking the question. I already know the answer to. Okay. Uh, whenever you like. Whenever you back out of the contract, however you did that, you know we made a mistake. We're not going to do that. We're we're not going to move forward. Did uh was the uh did they try to make you feel like you were probably making a bad decision backing out of the contract and you're a big fool for not, you know, going forward? Oh yes. Put the big heavy guilt trip on you, you know. <laughs> heavy guilt trip. How's your how's you working? What's with your finances and? And put like before you start, how's your credit? Not to a bit, my question to them, them is how's your grandma? <laughs> and, so, and and like you said, it backed out of the contract just a couple of days later, but it took them two months to come and get it. <laughs> they didn't want it. It is increasingly apparent uh, that they know the value is constantly descending. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, they want. They don't want the car bank. They want the money. Yeah. <laughs> I said that's why I robbed the bank to see if the tellers had some leftover lunch. <laughs> uh, did I rob the bank? It's called the where they keep the money. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my. And they try to make it look like I was crazy to give it up. Sure. You're right. Yeah. Well, I bet you hadn't been walking since. No. No. Nope. <laughs> we got. We had one car. That we, we, I've had it. Well, Betty had this car a little bit before I met her. We've both been married uh, three times. 
we did we couldn't see eye to eye on thing and and I was listening. In fact, my TV is on pause now on your February 14th, 2020 podcast with you and your wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly why. And um, I did we're good. We're driving a 2009 Toyota Avalon. And oh, let me, I'm almost about to forget. Mr. James Nethery, my utility bill, my internet. And my car insurance isn't due until August 2022. Got that uh, other bill out of the way, the $5,000 to $5,100 balance I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. That freed up two sixty six a month. And so now I'm just down to my first cousin, the IRS. <laughs> $200 and mortgage is the only thing I have to hear from for a whole year. How's your cousin? How's your first cousin? How's he doing? He's about he's doing pretty good. He's about uh, seven thousand dollars mad. He don't he don't give much grace, does he? Not very not very much. No, he don't he doesn't deal in conversation and maybes and he deals in assets and cash. <laughs> That's <exactly> right. <laughs> so, There's no leaning my way at all. No. But but uh this infinite banking concept has been a has been a blessing to us like like nothing I've never heard before and uh it isn't anything that anybody I don't think will want to walk off from either way if they really understand how this thing can be it may start us out a little bit slow but being in the process of elimin- of eliminating all your banking and lending institution is worth a good feeling about it seeing it down the road. And only you is the one that can stop it. That's what makes it so great. That's right. That's powerful, too. That's powerful. And when you let other people, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, knock you off your path, it's your fault. That's right. That's right. It's like, you know, you got to be a guardian of your mind, guardian of your heart. And if it's right, you put your hand to it, get to it, make it happen. <laughs> you know, if it's good enough to get started, it's good enough to follow through. Right? It sure is. And, you know, you, you can take, you know, everybody learns differently and at different speeds, you know, visual, audio, you know, people like to, you know, read or combination thereof. Um, but I think, you know, and I think you'll agree with me, if you do your homework, you can do enough homework, you know, reading, becoming your own banker, building your warehouse of wealth, how privatized banking really works. I happen to like the uh, Banking with Live DVD. I mean, there's enough information that that if you'll read and listen, you can make a decision whether it's good or not for you, right? And then, right. Um, so, I, and I'm just encouraging a certain amount of investigation, um, whatever that is. Uh, investigate enough. Investigate thoroughly for you, your family. For the this is for the listeners. Um, and then, and then make a decision and then it's okay. I mean, that's really a lot of, uh, anxiety goes away whenever you have confidence in what you're doing and your confidence, in my opinion, grows as you do it, you know, as you apply this, as you, like you said, you know, you got to think long range no question. You can't be afraid to capitalize and then, and then make the bankers go away. It took Nelson 13, 14 years for the, to get rid of what he called the snakes and the dragons, right? <laughs> and, it, and it's worth it. And then be honest. And it is. Don't steal the peas. I mean, 
what is wrong with that? Oh, it's life insurance, you know. But look, did you have a challenge uh, getting past the word life insurance? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I think that's where um, the, uh, who is it, uh, the Rogers? I think that's where that really kicked in and hit home. Will Rogers? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not what people don't know, but what they think they know that just isn't so. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because when you say life insurance, so many times I'll get cut off and people start telling me about life insurance. They're schooling me now. I say, well, I know. And I say, if you don't ask, ask me my number, uh, if you don't ask for these three letters or how can I find it or get involved in it, then I know you're not interested. You just heard me talking. And the bad difference between uh, hearing someone talking and actually listening, because you want to, you want to get the concept. You want to know how to get involved, rather than there's someone just handling things for me. Yeah. So this is something that I think that will, can generate a warehouse of wealth. Uh, my grandson graduated from high school. On June 6th, he'll be going to A&T for business administration. I said, well, what better business can you get into? <laughs> and so I've been in the process of after getting real school myself, really turned on them and having some of these privatized family banking seminars to help them to really understand this thing. Yep. So you're bringing it to your family, is that? Yes. Yep. And mostly, it seems like it's mostly the younger ones because I have some family member that had money laying around the safe deposit box, and and they hear me talking, and they never say anything about it, and and they, they're just not interested. And like you say, when you, I guess, when you hear a whole life policy, they just can't understand that. But what got me was when you were saying that that's where the super wealthy park their money on. Your money has to be parked somewhere. And for the past 15 years, well, I've always heard that the bank used other people's money to make their money off of. So I've just been getting my money out of the bank every pay and put it in the safe deposit box until I find out what needs to be done with it. I always knew there was the inner something inside where I could get something going that was worthy to be accepted. And when you came across on that podcast, you brought some information that I had never heard before. And I think I'll be with it until, 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 since it never stopped growing, until <laughs> the day I graduate. <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> I'm happy. I love it. I'm happy to be a part of that too. <laughs> so uh, how long have you been retired, can I ask? Um, since 2007, from my, from my job that I was on for 31 years and six months, but I worked four or five years after then as a little cleaning service and stuff like that until I just finally decided one day to, uh, get my gasoline can and burn up all work clothes. Oh, <laughs> it was a celebration. Huh? <laughs> it was a celebration. Mr. Netheridge, they had me um, handing tobacco and born tobacco at six years old in 1957. 
and been doing that until I was, my grandfather was farming, up until I was 18. And this past May, May 52 years, I've been out of high school. And now I work 47 years out of 52. So it's time to take a break. <laughs> I hear you. Right. You know, Nelson's, uh, Nelson's daddy was a sharecropper. And uh, I don't know what they grew, you know, but that's hard work when you're growing tobacco. Not that I know anything about growing it or working it. I know how to smoke it, you know, wrapped up in a nice cigar. <laughs> <laughs> if I get in the mold, that's what it will be. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't smoke. I'm just saying I've, I've had my share of fine cigars and uh, – uh. But I don't. That's 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 some real work. And then, <laughs> uh, so what do you do with all your time now? I mean, did you found yourself probably busier than ever when you did retire, and uh, you've retired successfully for several years. So, you know, what do you do? Just have uh, fun? Most, most of the time, um, I, I, I've always uh, had a lot of stuff that I I write. My uh, I did write a book, but. The corrigendums I wasn't satisfied with. Quite a few pages were lost, and we went on with it anyway. I really wasn't satisfied with it. It was on relationships, about the transitioning from significant other to spouse. And it has some interesting spots in it, but the writing didn't flow the way that I like for it to. But if anybody had told me in 2007 when I retired, 10 years later, that I would buy another house, be married again, write my first book, and move to another county. I said, you got to be talking to the wrong man. <laughs> but that's exactly what happened. So I still write little stuff here and there. And now I really have something to write. Right. <laughs> About the infinite banking concept. I love it. <laughs> so you're, y'all are on your way of getting out of debt. <clears throat> and, uh, and then the next thing would be a car. Is that fair to say? More than likely. Yeah, that- I think that's the next thing to be a car. Um, and the IRS. We're going to try to uh, get the car and hit the IRS pretty hard. Other than that, it'll just be a mortgage. I got it. Did you say uh, it was your first cousin or second cousin? The IRS. My first cousin. First cousin. <laughs> That's too close. <laughs> Is that too close? <laughs> I call it. I call it my first cousin because they can reach out and hit me so hard. <laughs> I love that. And so, well, other than that, they, they haven't been a problem as long as you keep feeding them. They, they, pretty quiet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem as long. Yeah, yeah. No question. And then, uh, so how long have you been doing this? When did you first hear about the infinite banking concept? How long is that? Oh, thank. I think about the last week of March. Of 2020? Uh, of this year? This year. Mm-hmm. 2021. 2021. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, know, I know what year it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I heard about, about the last week of March, and then a bit, and I got to talking about it and saw how well it sounded. And then uh, uh, Julia, Emily, uh, somebody got me set up for my physical, scheduled my physical, and they came here and they done the blood work and all of this kind of stuff, even the EKG. I didn't think it could be done at the house, but they had a machine for that. And so after that, I think that uh, during all of this time, we were still studying. And um, 
I think my first, uh, she said, uh, I think she said probably my first deduction would be somewhere around July 2nd. But we got it done time enough for mine to be done in uh, June 2nd. And so I got, got that in, and then it wasn't too long then. I said, she said I couldn't get one policy a year. And uh, uh, Ms. Julie said, well, if you have that kind of money laying around, you might as well start better policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right. we got Betty involved, and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, her account and everything is set up. So other than that, the past four months, it's really been a joyous four months. That's, I mean, that's that's awesome. I mean, you've been studying the, so it's like, almost like stacking time. I mean, you're you're moving forward and um, studying, but that's five months from March to August. That's five months from discovery, hearing about the idea, um, learning, beginning the learning process, and then going through at making even contact with us and then going through the application, the underwriting, the delivery, funding, paying the premium, you know, it's all conversation till somebody writes a check, you write the check, and then you get loans to to send creditors down the road, pack, you know, send them packing. Um, that's right. That's pretty, that's, uh, that right there is somebody who's made a decision to move forward and then, and then put their hand to the plow and didn't look up. So good job, sir. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you all. That's powerful. Yeah. And uh, I think I've already maxed out my policy. Right. Well, we can, maybe we could work on a second one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait another year, right? No, you don't have to wait by year. No, no, no. I don't know. Uh, okay. If, yeah, if we can bait that, that's not right. Um, no, oh, you can yeah, buy. Yeah. No. We're only limited. We're all only limited by our age and our income, right? So the total death benefit that any of us can have is a factor of our age and our income or our net worth. You know, maybe I don't have an income, but I'm worth, you know, $500,000. I can have one times my net worth in face amount. Um, then you just work backwards from there. How much premium can I pay without exceeding that limit? Um but no, you could if 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 it makes sense and is and it's and it's got to make sense. Uh, but you can buy more than one policy in a year, no question. Yeah. Okay. Well, I maxed out this one. Good job. I attempted uh, attempted to click in sixteen hundred dollars, but it only said I could put in thirteen sixty one. And so I kept running. So I called the company. And said, "Yes, sir, you about maxed out, sir." I took the other three hundred dollars, put in bits policy. Perfect. Yeah. Well, hers, put uh, hers in. So, and I think she, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Emily said she could put in. Well, what what will be took out for the next four months? September, October, November, and December will be uh, nineteen hundred dollars. Perfect. For Betty, and so we should have that by November. Oh yeah, make it happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listen, we're at about 45 minutes. Is there any uh, parting wisdoms, uh, anything that, you know, we haven't covered that you want to bring up or mention? Well, um, nothing more than... Um, and I don't mean to know, put you on the spot, but, you know... Continue to do what I'm doing. And, um, and just enjoy doing what I'm doing and... 
I'll do what I can to continue to inform other people. And like I said, when you when you are financially sympathetic about other people's concern, if they want to hear it, I'm ready. If they don't, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. That's right. Lead the way. Be the example. Make it look easy. Right? Yes. And I know, and I've told Bet we will hear today when they say, how do you all do this? And how do you do that? Well, three or four years ago, we tried to tell you this thing. <laughs> and, and it works. And I've heard a few other practitioners. And uh, I mean, it's, it's just like y'all say it. It's like you say it. So the, the noise part, I offered to tell one fellow that that sold life insurance and and me and he flooded me for the next week trying to sell me an insurance policy. I said, <laughs> what you I said, there's something you have terribly misconstrued. I said, I didn't call you to ask you anything. I called you to tell you something. I called to do the telling, not the asking. And and I might as well have been talking to a tree. Uh, he, and he just kept right on. He went on and on. But I can do that. I knew that. And he found out. He called some some mutual company, he said, and he found out that what I said was right. Then he came back and told me, well, we can do the same thing. I said, well, that's just like uh, the uh, the driver ed student. After he learned to drive, go back and tell the driver ed teacher, I can teach you how to drive. Right. <laughs> how stupid is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, we can drive cars, too. <laughs> right. I love that. Other than that, uh, Everything is flowing pretty well. I have definitely enjoyed this cast, one of the greatest birthdays of my life. I, I told Betty, date of birth. I said, nobody ever had but one birthday. Everything else is your date of birth. I said, beats all I've ever seen. I said, you show me something that you think is best? I said, I'll beg for a date with the Wicked Witch of the West. Until then, I'm going to speak with IBC. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, listen, I I greatly appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time. I mean, you're just a joy, and we're just celebrating your birthday today, right? So, um, yep. you know, like I said, happy birthday. Tell Betty I said hello, and uh, thank you for sharing with us. Okay. I appreciate it. I really, I really enjoyed it, too. I really have. Me too. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day, sir. All right. All right. You too now. All right. Thank you, Eugene. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining us on the Banking with Life podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and click on that little notification bell. Otherwise, join us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for weekly content. 